55 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to. They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the West right tight. That's left. 372 wide sticks. He's The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. Back with you in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team throughout the state of Mississippi in all 82 counties across the great state. Hometown heroes, local insurance agents, people you already know that are most likely from the same place that you are. You may already know them. That's what you get at Farm Bureau. Somebody you can deal with one-on-one, face-to-face, man-to-man, or woman-to-woman. <laughs> and that's what you get with Farm Bureau. Check them out online at favorites.com. Here we are in the Farm Bureau studio. It's signing day. Dot, dot, dot. 2.0. That's really what it is. As if you have followed football recruiting, you know that today is a signing day for college football programs around the country. And uh, you know that you also have a December signing day for football programs around the country, which means just about everybody signed, about 75 or 80% of them in December. But we have a unique situation here in this state. Now, maybe it's this way everywhere. It feels like throughout the country, there was a lot more hype and a lot more buzz for signing day back in December. But I know here in the state of Mississippi, it was different for Ole Miss because they had the coaching change and therefore their recruiting efforts were going to be kind of back loaded into February rather than rushing it up front. Spend time, get to know them. You can sign them now in February, the first Wednesday in February here, which is the 5th. And... That's what they've done. If I'm looking at this right, according to the Ole Miss website, you got, what, 17 players today that have signed with Ole Miss to this point today? You compare that to they only had like maybe eight or nine back in December. State had, I think, 22 or 23 guys they signed in December. Only a few spots left for them, so it's different. But state fans are also, I think, really engaged just because they got the news over the last couple of days about the big quarterback out of Stanford, KJ Costello, you know, he's coming and uh, what does that mean? And who else is there going to be any other transfers? So I just think everybody's kind of plugged in a little bit. I don't know that that's necessarily the case uh, around the country, but I I think it's certainly the case here. So what I've done is, I didn't do the work. I haven't been tracking it all day. I've been doing other stuff. Other people have done the work and tracked it throughout the day and jotted down and typed in and posted the names of people who've signed with these schools. And so we're going to go through those in just a bit. First, though, 
I would invite you to be a part of the show. We got a little basketball to talk about, a little baseball to talk about. I am super, super excited. Uh, I had an interview uh, recording session. Didn't have time to get it turned around to be on the air today. It would have taken a monumental effort. Just didn't quite have the time. But you're going to hear some of it on this show. But also you'll hear it on the um, podcast. Dogpile podcast, but a really cool interview with a really interesting person, somebody that's very famous, and that's coming up. So there's a, I know it's a monumental open-ended tease for you right there, but you're going to hear that coming up. All right, so if you're watching on Facebook, hey to you. Hey to everybody that's watching on Periscope, Twitter, as well, if you're watching on the stream. There's a chance for you to be a part of the show as well, so just comment here and we'll see if we can get into them. But as usual, i uh, love to hear from you on the text line, which is 885-ESPN. It is a 601 number. It's 885-ESPN. Or if you need the numbers themselves, it's 885-3776. 885-3776. Text away. Call me on the Divinity Equipment phone. Unlike other shows, wink, wink. I will not make fun of you after you hang up. <laughs> that sounds like a Wait, what, Roger? move right there. What? <laughs> Rick's is squirming uncomfortably in his car as he's listening. <laughs> I ain't going to make fun of you after you hang up. I'll do it while we're on a phone call. We'll, we'll wait till you leave the studio. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah, really, I am a hypocrite, right? Because I'm sort of picking on the other guys, after, and they're not here to defend themselves. So anyway, call me on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson, your Kubota dealer. Like if you drive up to Divinity on Highway 51 in Madison, you know you're going to see the big orange fleet out there in the in the parking lot. Kubota. But it's not just orange. There's also some blue out there. New Holland. Great tractors. My dad actually owns a New Holland tractor. Sure does. And after his back surgery, he's healing up and... Now getting to where he can ride around on it again, which is great. But uh, I digress. So lots of great stuff. And y'all hit them up. Now it's a really good time. Like I said, look outside. All this dang rain. I was uh, entering the Jackson area yesterday, and it's this beautiful day. It's sunshine, and we're just standing outside letting it hit us on the back. Oh, this is great. Reminds us of spring. And I hated to be the Debbie Downer, but I told everybody there, Yes, but it's been since last year. It said 2019 on the calendar. The last time we had two consecutive days of sunshine. And sure enough, today, raining all night and all this. And I just got a text about due to inclement weather, school will be dismissed at, I mean. What? What school is this? Well, this is where I live in Tupelo. And so what I've got to do, Roger, it's is rain days now. Well, I, I think I'm afraid that the fear is that it would be potentially more than rain. Is you know what I mean? Cold, like, is it, is it cooled up? Are you mean like uh, severe weather? Yes, that's oh, what I'm talking about. Well, y'all are in Tornado Alley up there. Uh, no doubt about it. I mean, so it's like we live in Seattle without the pro sports. Okay, that's basically where the point of all that is. With all this rain. In about a month, you're going to need a mower if you don't already have one. So get it from Divinity Equipment in Madison or in Jackson. DivinityEquipment.com. Hey, oh, my bad. 
You said Big Orange Fleet. You remind, reminded me. Was there a team they call the Big Orange something or? Yeah, uh, Big Orange. Yeah. Well, you had the Syracuse Orange men. Maybe that's what I'm thinking about. And then you had, well, I mean, you know, Big Orange. The joke about Tennessee, if you're not a Tennessee fan, like Georgia fans have always made the joke. Um, What was the joke? Nothing sucks yeah, like it's a Big, big orange, orange Nation. Big Orange Nation. <laughs> big Orange that's Nation. Right. Yeah. I got that's you. University of Tennessee. Knox. Well, they called Philip Fulmer the Great Pumpkin. <laughs> so, always really tickled me when people did that. <laughs> uh, let me that. let me uh, start you off on a couple of things here. The mailman in Jackson says, "Has State signed any receivers today that can come in and help immediately?" Well, let me flip over here to my handy dandy list that is being updated online. Both, I think you could uh, the school's updating it, but. Paul Jones, who covers recruiting for Mississippi State for uh, Gene's page, who's going to be on the show later, is updating it. And it looks like, you know, State only had like three, well, I guess four. Let's see. It says uh, they have signed today, so far. Outside linebacker Jamari Stewart, Port St. Lucie West Centennial High School in Port, uh, Port St. Lucie West, Florida. Wide receiver, there's your answer. Ding, ding, ding. Wide receiver Rufus Harvey of Starkville High School. Defensive back Kyle Cass from Mississippi Delta. We talked about him yesterday. And then quarterback K.J. Costello. He's official now. The papers are in. So K.J. Costello, Stanford, Finally is put in. Put some paper on it. Put, some, put the ink on the paper. So you got those four that are in. So one of to answer your question, Mailman, one of those is a receiver. We're going to take a look at the roster of receivers in just a sec. It's interesting here how, I don't know like what the purpose of this is, but Maybe it's someone who's never texted before the show. I gave out the number, 885-ESPN. We get a text from uh, an unknown number here, uh, does not have a name with it yet, that just says these words. Text line? Question mark? That's all it says. There's your confirmation. Rogers let them know that, yes, indeed, this is the text line. So fire away. And if you are a first-time texter to this show, Send us a name so that we can put it with it. Because I'm tired of saying ghost texter or unnamed texter. I'm just tired of it. Uh, I'm just going to drop it all together and maybe just read them. And that's maybe what you want. But, heck, man, look, do us a favor. Send us a name. Even if it's a fake name, at least give us one. That would really help. Well, you know, one thing we don't have happen on our show, and I don't know your show, <laughs> this one. Yeah. Uh we have a lot of people calling the text line. That Apparently that happens a lot during Chris's show. <laughs> yeah, it does happen. I've had times I've had to hang it up, you know, because I keep it up on my computer and it'll start ringing in my ear. You can't hear it, Roger, but it'll be ringing. Uh-huh. So I'll, I'll use that as an excuse anytime I sound confused on the air. Jason says, for the record, Seattle is not rainy like Mississippi is. LOL. <laughs> Just the reputation, right? Yeah, and maybe that's, Anthony. Maybe that's Portland you're thinking about. And maybe it's Portland. I know it rains up there. Anthony from Tupelo, uh, listening, watching online. Yeah, the Reds used to be called the Big Red Machine. But see, that's how we go down a path chasing rabbits. We weren't talking about red, we were talking about orange. <laughs> Two different things. Um, and what does this say? Tim says, looks like Coach O is getting ready for the 4 3 by signing seven defensive linemen. You know, I think. Who knows? But you got to build up the line of scrimmage. 
And they lost so much, not only the graduation, but guys jumping to the NFL, trying to cash in, so to speak, on this uh, success in the national championship they had this past year. So for State, according to Paul Jones, four signees in today on signing day 2.0, a linebacker, receiver, defensive back, quarterback, kind of all around the board there. Quarterback's a transfer, one-year player. We, you know, this is all well-documented, but there were a lot of people really happy to see Rufus Harvey, the receiver out of Starkville High School, get an offer from State, and then he accepted it and is going to, scholar, you know, going to go there as a scholarship signee. Uh, another really cool thing that happened today on social media was the former Starkville High School Yellow Jacket, who went to Ole Miss and had a great career, went to the NFL, and had a rookie of the year worthy type of year this year for the Tennessee Titans, is A.J. Brown, the receiver. So he's a Starkville high grad, and he tweeted at Rufus Harvey and really congratulated him and said he was really proud of him for getting the scholarship and all that kind of stuff. So I thought that was a, a neat thing because I guarantee you AJ is the kind of guy that a, a Rufus Harvey is going to really look up to. Now, if I, um, if I look here at the Ole Miss website, I'm trying to see of, let's see, signee roster. The problem with this is many of them go back to December. And according to OleMissSports.com, there are two signees today for Ole Miss. There were they are listing three signees that happened at the end of January. Some of those you've heard about. Defensive end, Damon Clowney, he's the brother of uh, Jadavian Clowney. A defensive back in Otis Reese and a tight end from Pennsylvania. And then, but they list today, again, I'm looking at OleMissSports.com. So y'all tell me if I've, you know, gotten this mixed up somehow. But again, at OleMissSports.com, they list two signees today. That's one at 9:30 a.m. Cedric Melton, offensive lineman from Houston, Texas. And at 11:20 a.m., Henry Parrish Jr. From Goulds, Florida. He's a running back. So there you go. Right, isn't it true that, uh, I, I don't know where Bo heard this, but he mentioned it this morning that uh, Giffen's holding two or three, you know, Skyley's back, whatever, uh, for, uh, you know, after everybody finishes this semester or whatever in May. Well, and, it would make sense, you know, because I keep hearing this, Roger. I keep hearing people say, look, after the spring semester, kids are going to be transferring right and left. After the spring, kids are going into the portal. Lots of people are going to the portal. You know, I keep hearing that. And if they must it, be talking to students that are telling them that, but well, they, and they're, they're kind they of basing finish out their school without you know, and they're basing it on recent history. But here's the thing about it: if if they've given you a hard number, and that is. 25 scholarships you can give out every year, period. Not one more. 25 maximum. Sure, you can sign less. That'd be stupid. But no more than 25 every year. That's your hard limit. And so if that's the case, and you got to manage it up to a maximum of 85 scholarship player roster, then we can call it signing day all we want to in December, which it was. Signing day in February, yeah, it is. But if they are allowed to, which it appears they are, they hold back 
hedge on a couple of these scholarships. Just keep a couple in our back pocket. These slots are open because we're going to go get this transfer coming out. He's going to finish his spring semester somewhere, and then we're going to get him here, and he'll be here in the fall. And I just think that's what ha- happens is and is happening at a lot of places. That's what I think. Probably right. a lot easier to buy out that way. Just kind of, you know. All right, after, and we had a listener everybody. question, Roger? Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm seeing it here. All right, so the question, someone called in and wanted to know, will today's signees raise MSU's ranking? That's from a... Uh, that's from Ronnie. He called it. from Ronnie. Right. Thanks, Ronnie. Uh, will it raise their ranking in terms of the team recruiting rankings, Ronnie? I'm assuming that's what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I have no earthly idea. I mean, I could click on it here and go player for player to see what they're ranked and all that. I just... Ronnie, I don't care about this stuff, man. You know, I y'all let me know. There are plenty. There's nothing wrong with it. There are plenty of people who keep up with it. So if you know the answer to that question, like yes, these players today are going to raise state's recruiting ranking, or it's going to lower it. Yes, y'all baby. let me know. Let me know so that I can pass it on to Ronnie, because there are probably other interested listeners. I don't. I haven't kept up with it, so I don't have an answer to give you. Text line eight eight five ESPN or eight eight five. Three seven seven six. Fluffy says, "I automatically thought Denver's orange crush defense." Yeah, I've heard, I remember that. Bill says Seattle absolutely rains more than it does in Mississippi. It just rains a little bit all the time. Spare a couple of months in the summer. Bill grew up there. Thanks, Bill. So it's a constant drizzle, as opposed to here, where about every other day it's a downpour. Washing out your yard, you know? Cause your foundation problems. Exactly. <laughs> of course when it that happens when it goes bone dry for six you know what, really, in the summertime. And Roger, you know what else it does? It really makes yeah. it's hard on the roads, man. We got a lot of bumps and potholes in the roads. You want to go down that road today? Did you notice that, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go down that road today. <laughs> Let's say you could just say this. You can tell when you when you roll into a another municipality i'll just leave it at that there you go that's okay. oh, man. <laughs> hey look in at... county again <laughs> hey look at here i must be out of town <laughs> all right Smooth right out uh bratitude bratitude says ole miss started with 16 what does this mean I started with 16 minutes today, and it looks like they will end up the day with 16 commitments. Could they not find nine guys they wanted to play up there? Uh, Brad, dude, I'm I, I'm missing the text, man. I'm, I'm an idiot. I'm the dumb one, so you're going to have to spell it out really plainly for me for me to be able to understand. Bates on the text line says, Dear Mr. Wyatt, since it's National Signing Day 2.0 and the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl, let's crank up. Some sonic boom. He wants a little sonic boom. And, you know, and the thing about Bates is he'll go so far as to not only request, like, who he wants to hear, but what song he wants to hear. We don't mind. Let's go! Nothing like a little sonic boom, huh, Bates? While we read off a few more text messages. He wants neck, and he's getting it. 
Brad and Brandon says, what happened to MSU linebacker Jet Johnson? Is he still on the team? Going to play? That's from Brad and Brandon. Brad, what I want to do is we're about to break in a second, and I'm going to come back and just glance at the roster. I was going to do it anyway to see. Let's make sure. Let's make sure that we know who the receivers are. Everybody has receiver questions for State. Well, let's make sure we know who they are first. And then we'll kind of go from there, and I'll find out your question about Jet. Yes, by all accounts, still on the team and working out and developing and growing and soon to be graduating and all that kind of stuff. There you go, Bates. Happy to throw a little neck from the JSU Sonic Boom your way here to start off the show. <laughs> a little, little flourish there on the end. Yeah, sorry about that. I think I... Uh, I'm, I've had so much coffee today. I still am um, consuming coffee in my nice mug here from High Point Roasters in New Albany. Highpointroasters.com. Get your coffee there. Locally roasted by Dan the Coffee Man. I've had so much that I'm shaking, and I think I accidentally hit the button on my soundboard twice, Roger, because I can't hold my hand still. <laughs> we'll do that. All right, who are the receivers at State? Let's just make sure we know who they are. We'll talk about that coming up. They signed one today. Get to some more of your texts. The top player in the state of Mississippi went to Texas A&M. Jimbo can recruit. I repeat, Jimbo can recruit. And I made a mistake earlier, thanks to Paul on the Twitter feed, at Radio Wyatt, for correcting me. The Clowney kid at Ole Miss, he's a cousin of Jadavion Clowney, not brothers. Thank you. My mistake. We are corrected and moving forward. In the Farm Bureau studio, stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. And just like that, we're back. Connected to you because of Seaspire, the number one network in Mississippi. Seaspire, customer inspired. You're starting to see and hear a little more about the Seaspire Health app. Check it out if you haven't already. Get the Seaspire Health app for your phone. Put it right here on your smartphone. And read more about it, learn more about it. Sign up at seaspirehealth.com. You get that app. And you are one click away from video chatting, video conferencing, talking to live, like on FaceTime, with a medical professional at University Medical Center in Jackson. So you have a non-emergency medical situation, or you're sick, or you have an ailment. You don't want to drive 30 minutes, let's say, depending on where you live, and sit in the doctor's sit in the office for an of, hour. Yeah. Sit in a room full of other sick people. Yeah, sick exactly. People, you know, and... You, you, it's not serious enough to require a trip to the emergency room. You go click, and within seconds you're talking live to someone from UMC. And in a lot of cases, they might be able to help you and diagnose you and prescribe what you need or at least help you to know what you need to do. So uh, that's Seaspire. Find it at cspirehealth.com. Hey to everybody on Facebook. Uh, Waylon said on Facebook, what's up from Calhoun City? Roger, you're from Pontotoc. You ever been to a Calhoun City football game? CC, yes. You have? How many years yeah. ago? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> that would have been in the 80s. Okay. Well, Early 80s. Okay. 
Yeah, it might have been the, the same Reagan year. Revolution. Well, it's probably been ten years for me, but I know then, and I think it still has that reputation. It was neat Tough because town. <laughs> you'd go in there for a game, and it was always cool to me. You know, they had helmets that looked a lot like Clemson, or at least the emblem on the side of their helmet was a lot like Clemson. Had the paw. But people would just bring their grills and just set them up around the field and be like out there grilling out, eating, cook their own food, watch a football game. <laughs> it was really neat. <clears throat> they started that, uh, they preceded the left field lounge idea. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And then the, the guy at the concession stand's like, hey, what am I, chopped liver? <laughs> no, you're a fake cheese dip and big pickles. <laughs> hey, and look, I am I a sucker. <laughs> Well, I like the pickles, too, but I'm a sucker for those, like you say, fake cheese dip nachos. I do like them, especially with some jalapenos on them. Man, I I love that stuff. And it's bad for you and all that, and you pay for it later. But, man, I love it. <laughs> well, I got two boxes of cheese. I, or, I've been wanting some from Mississippi State, and I said, well, geez, just order it. You don't have to go up there and get it. And it got here in two days. I know they're not a sponsor, but I'm. Uh, when you said uh, how good that is, I'm. Uh, I was just gaining a few pounds here. There you go. How about this? Uh, Texas says was Leach able to sign that five star defensive tackle out of Morton named Chicken Hawk? Hey, Chicken Hawk! I never have asked you if you actually played any ball. Were you one of the biggins with your hand in the dirt? I bet he was. Okay, let's do what I said I was going to do here. People wanted to know about Mississippi State receivers. There's so many questions about it. And people go, well, at Washington State, Mike Leach and that offense, they would rotate sometimes 11 receivers in and out of the game. Not not practice, the game. Now, who's going to catch passes for State? Who do they have? All that. Much is made about the quarterback. Somebody's got to be there to catch it. So right now, if you go over to their website, uh, you're going to see a 2019 roster. You're not going to see a 2020 roster. So that means that you've got to do it yourself and kind of sift through. I mean, they don't have a 2019, I mean, 2020 roster yet. They're signing players as we speak. So you got to look at, take the seniors out of there. Okay, so of what was listed as the wide receiver position, last year's team, you had four seniors in that group. They were Stephen Guidry, Derek Thomas, Malik Deer, and Isaiah Zuber. Four seniors on that wide receiver in that wide receiver meeting room last year. That leaves returning of note. These guys will be seniors on next year's team. Javante Payton. He was really good in JUCO, just didn't get a bunch of targets last year. Last year was his first year. Javante Payton, Osiris Mitchell will be a senior next year. Uh, a walk-on named Tristan uh, Pissacane, he will be a senior next year. And that's it in terms of seniors. That's it. You have one player in the entire group who will be a junior returning onto next year's team as a wide receiver. And that is Austin Williams, a kid from the coast. Played last year as a sophomore. And everybody else that was listed at that position last year, all the rest of them that were listed are freshmen. Like 
Keziah um, Pruitt, big-time signee out of Knoxville County, didn't play last year, though. Cameron Gardner did play last year as a freshman out of Starkville, 6'4", 220. Lee Tanner from MRA, freshman, didn't play last year. Cason Grant from Texas, didn't play. Quentin Torbor, 6'1", kid, signee. Was a freshman last year out of Louisiana. Looked really good in scrimmages. Caught the ball well, but redshirted, did not play. And then uh, a kid named Jordan Hoyer, who redshirted this past year, who uh, did not play last year. He's from Fairburn, Georgia. So there you kind of see the makeup of the group. So if you take out those four seniors who were in the group last year that are graduating, those named I, names that I mentioned, what are they? Three seniors and one junior returning off last year's team, and then everybody else, that leaves you two, four, six, eight, ten guys. Okay, so ten guys returning from last year's team. Keep in mind what we talked about. Oh, well, they rotated 11 players in and out at the receiver positions at Washington State. All right, well, you got ten receivers returning off last year's team. And... Jorquarius Spivey, tight end. Brad Cumbust, tight end. Uh, Dante Jones, tight end. Powers Warren, tight end. Yet all those guys coming back at the tight end position. Well, what if, let's just say, Brad Cumbus is a starting outfielder this year on a baseball team. It goes really well, and he decides that's what I'm going to do. Well, let's just say if that happens. I don't know that it will, but what if it does? What if it does? Well, you still got kind of the leader of that group athletically. Anyway, he's like the guy you want getting off the bus first and all the potential in the world, a kid from Monroe, Louisiana, Jaquarius Spivey. Played this past year as a freshman. Y'all saw him, 6'5", 250. Tremendous upside. Can run, long arms, huge Dante Jones, 6'4", 220 from Louisville. Tremendous upside. I mean, so you've got tight end position guys who are going to be in that inside receivers position meeting. And we don't know what that's going to look like. They didn't have tight ends. They didn't recruit 6'4", 6'5", 250-pound tight ends at Washington State. But they got them here. So what I'm pointing to is there, there's a little bit of a, a narrative with among state fans and among, no, not to be a state fan, but in looking at the situation going, boy, are they really going to have to bring in a lot of receivers? Well, no. That wouldn't be smart. You're going to overload right there. Because then you can include these tight ends who are going to be a part of your receivers group. You're talking about 13 guys. 12, 13 guys coming back from last year's team. And some of them with experience. Not all, but some. And it's a, heck, 90% of them are going to be here for the next two years. I mean, the majority of them were freshmen last year. So you've signed one here today. Maybe one transfer, depending on if there's a scholarship left. But this idea that they're in a position and a need to go out and just bringing a big haul of receivers, that ain't happening. That's a misconception. 
All right. Hey, coming up next, Brad Logan from the Clarion Ledger is going to help us size up what Ole Miss is doing today on signing day. Stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. Talking about that. SOTU, State of the Union, SOTU, State of the Union. Everybody's talking about that from last night. How about Nancy Pelosi? She ripped up the papers, and those people are something else. All right, back on the show. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. You can be a part of the show. You can call me, text me, and the like. Tweet me, at Radio Wyatt. Yeah, Alan remembers the Orange Crush was the nickname for the Denver Broncos defense. That's right. Syracuse, they're not the Orange men anymore, are they? What are they? I get so confused when they change those mascots that you became familiar with when when you were a kid. At least I did, anyway. All right, uh, if you go to OleMissSports.com, that's the school website, the athletics department website, they have um, kind of a whole portion of their site dedicated to fo- uh, football signing day today. It's interesting. I don't know that I've ever seen this, but they have the an outline of the state of Mississippi at the top, but the lower portion of the state is fashioned you know, with the foot or the boot or whatever you want to call it, but it's it's cut across and kind of fashioned in the shape of the shark fin. So it's, you can tell clearly it's the state of Mississippi, but you can also t- tell clearly it's a take on the shark. Uh, I don't know that I've ever seen that before. That's neat. It's called Football Signing Day. Um, uh, well, and, and and the title of it is All Aboard. So the lane train thing, I mean, it has taken effect where it's now not just a an online deal or a social media deal. This is an official deal. All aboard. It doesn't say lane train, but it does say all aboard all over it. <laughs> so they're, they're doing this, and they're kind of lining up, showing you the roster of signees. And what I like what they did is they gave me dates and times. That's the thing. I mean, there's a whole roster of signees because a lot of these go back to December. But – Unless I'm missing one or two, as of right now, it lists two signees for today for Ole Miss. Uh, an offensive lineman from Houston, Texas, and a running back from uh, Goulds, Florida. Let's get an update with Brad Logan of the Clarion Ledger. You can find him elsewhere, and you can find him on Twitter at BradLoganCOTE. He's on your radio right now on the Divinity Equipment Phone. As soon as I click refresh, Brad, it looks like there's an update of another offensive lineman for Ole Miss. Do I have that right? I don't know. I'm literally standing in front of my computer right now, <laughs> and uh, I haven't seen anything. But I, one quick thing: it's the Syracuse Orange. They okay. dropped the orange man. Thank you. Thank <laughs> anyway, you. I, I, was I, that I, a I found that interesting? Yeah. Was that a PC move? I guess. I think so. I think that was kind of the PC move. Kind of seen a lot of teams gravitate towards that. Uh, yeah, yeah the, the lane train is rolling, but Matt, there's not many people on board right now. It's been an incredibly difficult morning for Ole Miss. I think 
for its fan base that they're they're they're, they're kind of spinning right now, and with good reason. And I'll go over the list in just a moment. Okay. But I do want to preface something. This is a this is a staff that's only been together for two and a half weeks. It's a transition class, and I think it's one that people need to pause a moment before jumping off a cliff, so to speak. But the numbers are not good. Uh, they're waiting on four-star wide receiver Malachi Weidman. Uh, he's someone that Ole Miss really, really covets at the wide receiver position. It's down to Ole Miss in Tennessee. He was supposed to announce at 12 o'clock. That's been delayed. It's a fight going down to the, to the very end. This morning, offensive guard four-star out of Memphis, Marcus Henderson, flipped to Arkansas. Uh, that was one that Ole Miss really coveted. Uh, there were some, some rumblings last night that Henry Parrish, the four-star running back, uh, was possibly going to decommit from Ole Miss. That didn't happen. They were able to salvage that commitment. He did sign this morning. Defensive back three-star Donovan Kaufman, Ole Miss, thought they might be able to flip him. He stayed with Vanderbilt. Deron Branch, someone that Ole Miss had committed uh, all the way to the 11th hour, flipped to Georgia at the last moment. He's a three-star defensive back. Alan Horace a guy that had committed to Arkansas Ole Miss was in the game with him. But those relationships with Barry Lunny Jr. and a couple of those Arkansas coaches that went to UCSA, he ends up going with Tennessee, uh, I'm sorry, Texas San Antonio. He did flip to them. Ole Miss was able to secure a uh, signing from an offensive tackle. We talked about him earlier, Cedric Melton. The thing with, uh, you know, that's the only player that Ole Miss has been able to get. The uncommitted prospects have gone elsewhere. They are waiting on Mark Britt. A wide receiver out of Miami. It's down to Ole Miss in Miami. He's going to announce tonight at 8 o'clock. But it's been a very difficult day for Ole Miss for that wide net that they casted. They didn't land very many of them. I think most Ole Miss fans will need to look back to that early signing period. There were some there were some talented players there. Uh, not going to jump off the page today because they signed in December, but they really don't need to forget about Kentra Bullock, the running back out of Columbia, Eli Acker offensive lineman out of uh, Columbus, Mississippi, and they're really excited about Latavius Daniel out of Jones Community College. Uh, he's someone that's going to come in and play immediately. And the quarterback that uh, Jeff Levy really, really wanted, Cade Renfro, the quarterback from uh, Stephenville High School out in Texas. So that's the quarterback of the future for Ole Miss. But, yeah, okay. really, really difficult day here in the second signing day for Ole Miss. So 12 signees in December, if I'm – Counting them up right. Yeah. Then they, they got three guys in late January. And including that tight end um, who's originally from Pennsylvania, uh, it looks like he went to Temple, uh, one of the transfer yeah, guys. Yeah. How do you pronounce his last name? Do you know? I, I don't want to put I you on the spot. Okay. We'll no, fig- I'd be lying if I told you. Okay, we'll know. figure I, that I out later. I reached out to David Johnson <laughs> uh, 24-7 sports to tell me how to pronounce his name, but I would be lying if I told you. Okay. He will be in an immediate impact player as well. Okay. Um. So you mentioned a couple of guys that they're still in on, they're waiting it out and trying to make sure they can get a signature either today or tonight that are both wide receivers. Is that a – Yes. Is That's a roster spot of need, obviously, since they they need numbers there? I would think so, Matt. I'll be honest with you. I think it is because of the ineffectiveness of a couple of players this year. Miles Battle is a veteran receiver that could just could not catch the football down the stretch for Ole Miss, could not get separation. That was the number one problem Ole Miss had last year was not only could they not catch the football, they could not separate from the defensive back. Demarcus Gregory, another veteran receiver, came out of the JUCO system, just could not get it done at wide receiver. Now, you've got a couple of freshmen last year, Jonathan Mingo. Uh, he came in and had some pretty nice plays down the stretch. I think he'll be a player that will see the field. Dennis Jackson, another Mississippian that played as a freshman last year, he'll see the field. After that, Matt, I think it's kind of up for grabs, and I think that's why – 
uh, Lane Kiffin and this staff went hard uh, after some of these big-time wide receivers. And like I said, Malachi Weidman is the number one guy on the board. 12 o'clock announcement time, that has not happened. Tennessee came in at the 11th hour and really, really pressured him, or should I say got into the game. And so that's been a, a receiver that we're, we're waiting to see what happens. And, of course, Mark Britt, um, there's been some question marks about his grade down the stretch. Uh, not sure about that. Don't like to really get into that. But what we do know is that he is a receiver that Ole Miss covets very much so, four-star out of Miami. It's down to Florida, Ole Miss, and Miami for his services. Okay. Yeah, because I'm looking across the 12 signees back in uh, December and, and then the three transfers in January, and none of those are receivers. So right. they're, they're sitting well, here they, on yeah. signing day trying yeah, to get some, two. Yeah. Yeah, they are, and they really need these two, and that's what they can offer is immediate playing time, and that's one thing that that he's been able to to let these guys know. A couple of a couple of positions that Ole Miss has has just missed on are, are two highly coveted defensive backs. We talked about him, Donovan Kaufman, who stayed with his Vanderbilt commit. He was one that came in for an Ole Miss visit last weekend or the weekend before. Went really well along with Deron Branch. Both of them bought their both of them brought their families with them. Ole Miss felt very very good. Now both of those guys, Branch to Georgia, Coffin State with Vanderbilt, they're going to be leaning on guys like Derek Bermudez, a young player out of Sandalwood, out of Florida, is going to come in. Uh, he'll be a freshman. Like I said, Latifah Sandal will offer some immediate depth. So those are those are two positions that they really wanted to go after. Not to mention defensive line. They're going to be pretty thin this year. Didn't go after a lot of defensive line. They missed on a handful this year. That'll be a position you'll have to be on the lookout for next year for Ole Miss. I expect them to go after a number of defensive linemen next year. Uh, Brad Logan on your radio. Follow him on Twitter at Brad Logan C O T E. Um, you can read his work. Uh, Clarion Ledger, Hattiesburg American, uh, does some TV work as well. I think you missed your calling though, Brad. Sounds to me like you need to be recovering. I mean, you need to be covering recruiting. You do a great job. Oh well, I appreciate that. Uh, it's it's kind of just it was thrown in my lap a little bit this year, so I've had to kind of get back into it. Sure, it's, it's a labor of love, so to speak. <laughs> but uh, you know, I know we, we haven't talked about Mississippi State, but real briefly before we go, I want to, you know, I think what 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 Mike Leach has been able to do with the with the new coordinators, with kind of keeping on Tony Hughes, I like uh, I like what he was has been able to do in the state of Mississippi. I think the flip of the the long snapper from Tupelo. I think that uh, while it's a snapper, I think that that bodes well for the state of Mississippi. And most importantly, we'll see what happens with this uh, with this uh, this graduate transfer quarterback. You know, Matt, I, I think number one when I saw that is, is his, his accolades are, are really nice. But what what leads me to believe is what happens with Garrett Schrader, what happens mm-hmm. uh, with that quarterback sure. ring. So yeah. you know, a lot of questions going forward, but a lot of excitement in the state of Mississippi for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. A lot of excitement. But a ton of unknowns all over the place. Brad, thanks, buddy. Appreciate your time. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, man. Yep, thank you. Brad Logan, follow him on Twitter at BradLoganCOTE. I agree with that. You know, there's excitement everywhere, and maybe signing day isn't the the boom that some Ole Miss fans uh, wanted, but the numbers are going to be there. I mean, the numbers are going to be there. Uh, I mean, you know, roster spots, numbers of players, and then it's just a matter of getting into practice and, Let's see how this team gets put together. Hour two coming up. We'll talk with Paul Jones about Mississippi State signing day 2.0. Stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show.